Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to, I think this is the 29th or the 30th episode of Obscure Mitch Podcast, most obscure podcast in the world, which hosts make love, where I interview underground artists, content creators, game developers, inventors, anything in between that. Uh, today, I have a really cool episode for you guys today. Uh, I'm not going to wait too long for this person to introduce yourself. Why don't you tell everybody who you are, what you're doing, where you're from? What's up, everybody? My name is Salem Kuma, and uh, I'm based out of Patterson, New Jersey. I do a lot of, you know, different kinds of music. I rap most times, but I do sing in a few of my shits. But hell yeah, man. I just be going hard as fuck. And yeah, y'all, y'all should check my shit out for sure. So one thing I kind of want to get into is, uh, so your, well, your last song on your SoundCloud that's uploaded, it's called Why I Do Them Like That. I kind of want to know what was the inspiration behind that? Well, honestly, bro, <laughs> It's not too deep. the The title of the song is purely based off the uh, the beat, because yeah, bro is you know Westside Gun took that fucking beat and he made a song called Why I Do Him Like That. So I kind of like wanted to title it like in a way where it was like a remix without necessarily saying it, but it's definitely a remix of his song. What What made you want to remix it? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Man, that beat is fucking insane, boy. What? And that beat is so hard. That piano sample. <laughs> that shit go hard as hell. That shit goes so fucking. Uh, yeah, when I heard that shit, I was like, yeah, man, I need to I need to hop on this shit. Gave me some good inspiration. I feel like I, I've been lacking a lot of inspiration lately. And I, that tells definitely through my music, at least with the scene in general. I kind of want to know, because you said yeah, you've been feeling like you've been lacking inspiration. So why do you feel that way? Man, the scene, I feel like I feel like there are some really good artists out there without it like doubt, man. Like I really fuck with a lot of the motherfuckers in the scene, but at the same time, like I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough, like the real like the true character of motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Like and it, like you don't really know a motherfucker until you talk to them and like you like you know, like we're doing right now. Like mm-hmm. we wouldn't know what kind of person I am unless we had like a conversation. And uh, you'll you'll find out most times. Like man, most of these rappers are fucking assholes. I really don't fuck with a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Either it's either on some egoist bullshit or it's on some like um, what's the word? I guess just overall cocky. You know what I'm saying? Cocky motherfuckers and motherfuckers who think that they're better than everybody else. Like, it's not good for the game, man. It makes a lot, a lot of, a lot of shit toxic more than it needs to be. I feel like. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I I hope that this scene can take like a turn where like that shit isn't so like overpowering. At mm-hmm. least in my eyes, like mm-hmm. as far as I've been like into the scene like in my own areas like the shit gets so fucking weird bro so many weird fucking individuals like with some like ulterior motive you know what i mean yeah i know exactly what you mean i'm not even gonna you know go to like like, giving examples but you know what i'm saying yeah i know what you're talking about yeah I'm, i'm very passionate on that and it's a big reason why i haven't really made a lot of music in in recent time yeah, it's either, uh, you know, people have big egos or they're just simply just not a good person. 
Like, and I think both of those kind of play hand in hand together, you know? Most definitely. I agree with you, bro. I think that, um, although I feel like, you know, having a balanced ego is good. You know what I mean? Like having, having over, being overly egoist about everything is, is the worst thing you can go about. Everyone knows that, but like, you know, people don't truly know that balance until they meet it. Like until then it's just all fucking talk. So what would you think would be the best way to balance that? to balance your ego bro honestly like at least to like cool it down like mm-hmm. i'd say meditate is like my 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 number one thing right now like i'm i'm really into meditation okay. it's, it's helped me find like a whole different part of myself that i didn't know i could open up what part is that it's just being being at peace bro that's the best way i could put it not giving a fuck not giving a fuck what nobody has to say about what i got or what i'm making or whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying being able to do whatever i want without having to worry Hmm. how long have you been meditating oh shit overall now i guess I'd say maybe for the past year or so, at, at least like, like I'd say maybe like, like a half a year after I, I quit music because I didn't really have a um an outlet anymore at that point. I was I was basically, you know, bottling all my shit in. I was using my platform like mostly everybody else does, and that's like you know use it as an outlet express yourself and fucking get out whatever it is you need to get out type shit but once once i you know cancel that shit out you know now i don't got that so where does it go obviously it's not going nowhere so it just sat me for a while until i found something that i could i could get my hands on that wasn't making music and that was meditating for whatever reason so how long does like each like meditation session last for you? I feel like as time goes by, I keep on like doing it longer and longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be lying to say like every time I sit, I sit down and meditate for 30 minutes. But I think that even even like because most people say like I feel like a lot of people say it's hard to meditate. Like as long as you like don't give yourself like a time limit. I feel like that's when it's the best. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. meditate for as long as you feel like at least you can or you need to, in other words. Yeah, I'd say meditation was hard in the beginning for me because what I was doing, I was trying to clear my brain of all thought. I stopped doing that. Now what I do is I just let the thoughts pass through. And that's why it's easier for me to relax. But if I just try to just stop thinking all thoughts, that shit doesn't work for me. I have to just let them pass through. Oh, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I was going to say that I, I do that shit all the time, bro. I feel like that's like an essential part. Like, motherfuckers be like, don't think. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, hell no. Nah, hell no. Nah. No, it's the opposite, bro. It's like the complete fucking opposite, bro. Like, you got to think more, if anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, uh, I love how we're talking about it. See, this is why I fuck with the way I do interviews. Like, this is cool. I like how we're just talking about, you know what I'm saying? What we're basically yeah. passionate about. But uh, what I was going to say is um, 
there is a point though when I maybe when I get like 30 minutes in when I'm super relaxed and all the thoughts kind of go through that's when I kind of have like I don't want to say over analyzation of self but sometimes I just like ask myself questions like well why is this and why is that why do I do this and why do I feel that way do you ever get to that point oh yeah hell yeah most most definitely and uh, like I said like those those are the most key parts of meditation in my eyes like because the other thing is like I feel like meditation isn't necessarily like like you aren't necessarily going to like be calm always you know what I'm saying you Mm -hmm. have to learn to like meditate like with whatever it is you're dealing with like you may feel happy as hell so and then you go meditate and it might feel like a great session for you Mm-hmm. but you know some days it might it might be shitty it might be fucking ass you know what i'm saying you might feel like shit and you go to meditate and try to feel better in a sense but you know you just end up like like you said like asking yourself questions and in a turn though like helping yourself like ask yourself these things like you you get to answer those things through meditation mm-hmm. nobody actually takes time to think about shit most of the time i feel like yeah true this real shit so i know this is super personal for us to be talking about this like on a record but do you ever like see like colors when you're meditating or see like things or faces or anything or smoke or anything like that i mean i i I smoke weed hell yeah i mean like shit i'm probably i'm probably about to smoke right now as we're talking but (laughs) i mean like i think that um i think that as far as like visual visuals go like i haven't i haven't really experienced anything like that and i i have been in the psychedelics area as well i feel like i just haven't um experienced anything strong enough to reach that level i guess you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying yeah i yep. feel like i'll go ahead I'm, no i was gonna say was i'm probably i'm thinking about taking shrooms soon bro so that, that i think i might go for a trip with that See, I've never tried no shrooms or no psychedelics. I'm scared, bro. I don't, I don't know. I don't if know. you're scared, then the best thing I could tell you is don't do don't it. Don't do it. Yep. That's what everybody says. Yeah. It's the best thing for you, bro. Because, I mean, it's it's psychedelics manifest whatever you got going on in your mind at the present time of you taking it, I feel like. That's how I see it. I mean, like, overall, you can control, like, how shit goes over your entire trip like going like if you go in thinking like oh this is gonna be fucked like i'm nervous like i can't do this like dude just don't do it fuck that don't do it you're not ready for it clearly Mm -hmm. you're gonna take it and you're gonna fucking yeah you're gonna experience some fucking serious shit (laughs) and the thing is like i'm not afraid of like seeing like i don't know like how people have a bad trip and they see like little fucking ghouls or whatever i'm not afraid of that i'm more so afraid of like overthinking a little too much like thinking about shit that i can't control that's the main thing that i'm like afraid of because i already do that you get what i'm saying well yeah i feel like it's gonna be a mixture of that most of the time that's how i see it at least like if you experience a bad trip like you might have some intense visuals that are like scary or whatever but like overall like what causes that is like negative thoughts and Mm -hmm. that can be anything bro anything so it's 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 a sensitive mind you're dealing with when you're you know on a trip like that it's, it's a lot to deal with so have you Honestly, ever I've only, I've only been on one i've only been on one okay so i was just about to ask no you're good bro. as an interviewer you are supposed to get interrupted you're good bro 
but oh, I appreciate that. I was gonna ask, uh, you said you only did it once, so was that a good trip, a bad trip, or and what did you oh, trip yeah, on? It was, great, it was a great trip. I honestly have no idea what it's like to have a bad trip because I only tripped once and I, I took acid, I, I took one mm. type of acid, but um. Yeah, I didn't really experience any like intense visuals, like as in like like I saw shit like like shit was like kind of moving, you know what I'm saying? Like it kind of felt like I don't know, I felt like I was dizzy type shit for a long ass time. But mm-hmm. like the feeling that like I feel like what I got more out of that was like like I don't know, like I felt different. Like <laughs> there was something else to it, bro. But um yeah I, I i definitely went through a lot of different thoughts in my head and thought about a lot of different things but i, I did so much different crazy shit too like i, I don't i'm not even gonna elaborate on that either but <laughs> yeah I, it was it was it was very fun and uh i'll probably would never do it again though honestly i don't think i'll ever do acid again see now you brought up a really like something that resonated with me just then because that's another reason why I kind of want to not do that. Cause I'm like, even though I heard it's hard. Well, I don't know. I've heard multiple people. I think it's different for everybody, but I've heard multiple people say like it's hard or it's kind of, it's not how I put it. It's uh shrooms or shrooms isn't like something that most people could get addicted to, even though you can, but so I've heard from different experiences that it's kind of you, rare. You can, you can get addicted. I definitely agree with you on like, on like that in that in a sense but like i feel like the way you get addicted is like number one like i feel like the, the like most times what it is it's people who don't really fuck with the reality like mm. don't don't want to live in whatever it is they got going on and like whatever so they they decide like I'm going to go the psychedelics path. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to trip out. Fucking whatever. Like, that's how I see it. And it goes, it goes fucking south very quickly, bro. It goes very south. But. Yeah. Know. Well. So what do you think is worse? People being not wanting to live with their current life and they go into shrooms or like in 30 years, somebody not wanting to live their current life and go to like the metaverse type shit, like the Oculus VR shit. Honestly, bro, they they both will be bad in different ways. Mm-hmm. I feel like in terms of like people like being obsessed with this this alternate or virtual reality concept is like it's like you said, just another example of like people upset with their present reality and not like happy with whatever circumstances they're in. Mm-hmm. But it's it's probably gonna end up with i mean with the metaverse bro honestly hopefully that shit dies i really hope it does (laughs) i'm sorry i really hope it does there are other things that i feel like are more important at least technology wise Mm -hmm. like ai and shit is way more important way way fucking more like i don't know there's just so much more questions i feel like with that did you hear about the Neuralink thing the shit that elon musk is making yeah, no, I've, I've heard a few different things about it, but I honestly, if I'm being so dead ass, like I, I still don't understand it, like what it's supposed to be. Like I know it's like an electronic implant of some sort. Mm-hmm. So, initially, he said he wanted to like cure diseases or cure, like if somebody has epilepsy or somebody has Alzheimer's or if somebody loses their sight, 
it can help them gain it back. But eventually, he was saying he wants to hook the shit up to the internet. So, uh, of course, he wants to hook that shit up <laughs> to the internet. That's that's what I immediately thought of. I didn't think he was trying to cure diseases or no shit. We're talking about Elon Musk here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe so. Like, it, I feel like that sounds like that's good hoping. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, like, cure diseases or whatever. But like, I don't, I don't know. Like, like what would make that even possible? You know what I'm saying? Like have the cure to blindness alzheimer's and all this fucking awesome good good shit like fuck that i don't know he's been capped of course he's gonna put that shit up on the internet yeah then it's like again not to get like too like conspiratory or anything like that but if you're if you're trying to cure diseases with technology i wonder how the pharmaceutical company is going to feel about that and why would they let you do that unless there's a bigger plan at play you know what i'm saying but uh most definitely i i agree with you like i I definitely feel like most times like a lot of these big fucking names like you say elon musk bro like there's there's an ulterior motive i feel like i just i don't know i don't have a necessarily don't trust anyone type vibe but i don't necessarily i like i definitely wouldn't put it like this i wouldn't i won't trust everyone you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying put it like that it's uh fuck 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 uh how do, I, how do I word this? I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, one thing I will say before we uh, get off this topic is that, damn, should I even talk about this? Fuck it, I guess I'll talk about it. I was debating whether or not I should say it. Uh, I've come to the conclusion that 85% of the people are like, uh, I don't want to say sheep or con- well controlled, I guess. 10% are the people that's controlling everything. And then there's 5% that are controlled opposition. And out of those 5%, there's maybe like 1% who decides that they don't want to be controlled opposition anymore. And those are the people that get murdered in terms of people like Malcolm X or Martin Luther King or JFK and shit like that. You get what I'm saying? Well, it's definitely at least prominent, prominent figures. I, I could definitely tell you uh, at least in the statistic that like those known figures took like a well-known standing against like something like righteous and like mm-hmm. or their own thing was righteous i didn't mean to say that i kind of twisted my words but mm-hmm. yeah you know what i'm saying the motherfuckers got it wrong bro a lot of motherfuckers in in life that i feel like just end up getting the worst when they're trying to do the best you know what i'm saying mm. let's skip this topic before we get put on a fucking blacklist uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, someone's gonna fucking snipe you in a second. Like, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but uh, so I kind of want to know because you kind of took like a little break from music. You've been posting a little bit. Um, you posted well from your SoundCloud it says you posted like two songs, maybe within the span of like a month in between each other. But I want to know why'd you take like a break from posting music? Most recently, just like I mean. It kind of goes into like what we were talking about before about just um not really um not really fucking with the underground scene not really um I, I like for me like rapping is definitely part of it is like an outlet thing right mm-hmm. but I feel like 
most times I can use it as an outlet just by writing it down. You know what I'm saying? I don't even need to record this shit, let alone post that shit on fucking SoundCloud or Spotify or whatever. You know what oh, I'm wow. saying? I feel like just writing it alone, just that 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 is the outlet for me. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe recording it can have something to do with it, but like I don't I don't be yelling in my songs as recently. Like I don't really like doing shit like that. Like this most recent song was very passionate, but um overall I feel like my style has developed in a way where I don't really wanna yell or you know use my voice that much anymore i kind of want to <laughs> have a chill vibe you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i'm definitely going to be going for um some more relaxed shit in the future but i will um i will be always taking breaks is is just something that i do i feel like my inconsistency as an artist is probably why i won't take off in that sense just because you know it's hard to get your name out there if you're not consistently, you know, putting your name out there. Mm-hmm. But I think that the people who do stick around for my music, I feel like it's worth it to just like have somebody, you know, sit there and be like, you know, I relate to this or, you know, this shit inspired me. Like I have I have people who are in the underground, they rap now and they um they hit me up and said like, oh, like before I rap, bro, like, you were, like, an inspiration to me, like, da-da-da-da, like, and that shit is crazy to me, like, I, I, I couldn't even imagine being in that position, but now, like, I do have, like, one or two people, like, <laughs> who have said that to me, at least, and that shit means a lot, honestly, I could be that person for somebody. And I want to go back to what you said when you said, um, the outlet for you is just writing the music down, like, you don't even have to put it out. You know what I'm saying? So since you're kind of at that point in your life, do you think that putting it out, do you think it takes away from your dream? Like, is this your dream? Honestly, bro, I feel like, I feel like I got a thousand dreams. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like there's so many things that I want to do and it's impossible to do all of it, obviously. So that's, that's kind of, it's kind of where I'm at right now. I, I definitely am formerly a rapper, but like, I feel like I got so many different interests now. And I feel like for the longest time, like having that label just alone was like very unsatisfactory for me as well. Like, I didn't want to be labeled as the rapper, you know what I'm saying? Or like a rapper. At least, like, like it's cool to be an artist you know what i'm saying i don't mind being a rapper but like i feel like i i got introduced as that a lot of times you know what i mean yeah. uh, that's part of why i stopped putting this shit out but i feel like the main reason i'm putting it out now is is purely just because i want motherfuckers to like feel it you know like i just want motherfuckers to hear what i'm saying for the most part so outside of that, just you writing your music, that quenches like the thirst of like having an outlet without even putting it yeah. up? Yeah, most definitely. That's super... It's crazy that you say that, man, because uh, when I first started doing interviews, like it was cool. Like I, I still like doing inter- interviews, but I've noticed the more I do them, the more I don't enjoy pu- actually putting it out. 
Like, I feel like it kind of takes away from, like, the passion of it. Like, me putting it out. Because, of course, like, I want my interviews to do good. You know what I'm saying? I want people to see it. But it's, like, it's kind of stressful. You know what I'm saying? Like, doing an interview, clipping it up, putting it on all platforms and shit. Like, at the end of the day, I kind of just enjoy speaking to people and not more so, like, putting it out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the best advice I could give you is literally that. Like, I feel like there was a point in my, like, the time I rapped where... Cause I, I I've got some pretty like cool numbers. I mean I don't know if you've like how how much you've checked over my SoundCloud, but like I've seen some pretty some pretty pretty good numbers on there, and uh, <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that, obviously. But like yeah. you know, there was a point in my career where that that meant everything to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that meant all of it because I I had reached reached that point though. Mm-hmm. Because before that, bro, and that's where I'm at now. If you don't if you don't give a fuck about who's who's listening or you don't give a fuck about being a promoter or doing none of that shit, I don't know if this applies in interviewing, but as far as like rapping goes for me, bro, like, like the, the peak of my, like, at least plays wise, like in people listening to my shit was like when I did not care, I did not care. <laughs> and um, I feel like, I feel like that's the ultimate thing to be striving for if you want to be like doing really good at what you do like just don't care just do it like you say like you have conversations like just treat it like a conversation and leave it at that you know what I'm saying I mean being professional is always a good thing but like I feel like having fun is always more important you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying so how did you get to that point like how did you get out of that I took a break. Mm. I took a break. It's, it's, it's like, like I said, there's one of many reasons why I, have to, I took a break from posting shit just because I felt like it just didn't, just didn't do me any good at the time. You know what I mean? And I wasn't like reaching a point where like I could say like, you know, this is my career. You know, like it's a rap career, but it's not my career career. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not making money off this shit. I'm mm-hmm. purely just posting it to post it just to fucking be some kind of like icon you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so how hmm. so when you're how did you get into like the mindset of like damn like like i really care about the views and i really care about my music being viewed and seen a lot how how do you think you got into that mindset Honestly, bro, I feel like part of it was meditation again. Like, what the that was one of the questions I would ask myself. Like, you know, why do I give a fuck about this shit so much? You know what I'm saying? Like, it literally means nothing. I don't make money off of it. I don't make shit off it. Yeah, some for some fucking reason, like, if my shit don't hit a certain number, it flopped, and that breaks me, and that 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 crushes my shit. Uh-huh. For what reason? You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't need to be that way. I made a great song. The song was amazing. Had some fire cover art. So, like, why can't I just be happy about that instead of just being like, oh, but nobody saw it. And, you know, like, there's no, I just don't see a point in that shit anymore. I couldn't tell you, like, what point specifically I felt like, you know, this shit was like not the way to go about it but 
I can definitely tell you that when I did feel that way, like, uh, there was no fucking going back. I've never felt the other way since. I feel like once mm-hmm. I realized that I, I like, it, it didn't mean nothing and I, I just was doing it for no reason, like, I just stopped. So do you think it was from, like, like a sense of, like, if a lot of people see it, it's, like, validating it? Or was it from a sense of, like... yeah? definitely a sense okay. of validation or um like even just like in general like because like you said that's my dream or whatever like i i definitely would say like having like a substantial rap career that I could like support myself and my family off of would be amazing that could be a dream for sure mm-hmm. it would it would not be correct to say like that's like my ultimate goal because there are so many so many different things that i like doing bro like I, I I fucking I love cooking. Like I love okay. making coffee. I'm a, I, I fucking I'll be chefing that shit up. Motherfuckers <laughs> who who in my personal life know that. But you know I I I, I like learning instruments. You know what I'm saying. I like making beats. More importantly as well. Before I even rapped, I was a beat maker. I produced. So. Yeah, man. There, there are, there are many things that I'd love to do. Like, if I could be some kind of like, I don't know, jack of all trades. That, that would be my ultimate dream, honestly. Mm. Like, over anything else. Like, if I could just do whatever the fuck I wanted, and people would just support that. That'd be dope. Okay, so what's like, like your favorite dish to make? Damn, boy, my favorite dish. <clears throat> Honestly, I'm gonna keep it simple because that's my mother's recipe. And but I fucking love some fucking some pasta with some some red sauce, mm-hmm. homemade garlic bread, and the fucking the meatballs made from ground beef. You know what I'm saying? Why <laughs> <laughs> I be chefing it up? You got no, you got no idea. You got no idea. What's the last thing you made? I'm going to release a cookbook. That's going to be my next thing. That's going to be the next thing I do. So what's like the last thing you made? Uh, I didn't actually make anything today other than um, I made food at my job. I made some, some crepes today. So that was, that was pretty fun. Work at a crepe shop. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Shit stuff. Do you get to oh, eat? Do you get to eat that shit like on break? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, boy. <laughs> hell yeah. We got waffles and shit, too. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, boy. You don't have to pay yeah, for it? Mm-mm. Hell no. I-, I have to pay for the, um, you know, like whatever, like the drinks and shit. Like, mm. we got like Red Bull and whatever. Like, I run on fucking energy drinks in the morning most of the time, but. Oh, really? Hell yeah. I, I don't really like drinking coffee in the morning. I like, I like some that's, uh. I don't know, acidic, I guess. I don't know. Something that's going to kick me in the ass. Wake up. <laughs> need to wake up. Oh, man. I'm fucking tired in the morning, bro. I swear. Remember in middle school, I used to be big on uh, the Venoms, bro. That shit used to be so fire. Dog, I've seen them bitches. I'm never trying them, though. What? Yeah, they're f- I ain't gonna lie. I don't drink them anymore, but that shit used to be fire, man. The pineapple one, fruit punch. Oh, my God. Honestly, bro, when I was a kid, bro, I liked Monster. That's that was my shit when I was a kid. So, do you think? Well, you kind of 
hinted at it. But do you think that taking a break from music hindered you? Um, yeah, most definitely. I feel like in a sense, like taking a break, like it it benefited me in so many ways, but in the same like breath, I feel like I don't feel like it's possible for me to keep taking these breaks and still like kind of make it as an artist in a sense like mm -hmm. at least what people deem is making it quote unquote like i don't know yeah like everyone's got their own definition but the most common one i see is like you know fucking getting a lot of money and people noticing you and whatever getting your fucking chips like essentially but i don't really care to get that kind of shit so that's mm -hmm. fine with me i don't mind doing that i'm cool with being the little underground rapper that motherfuckers fuck with but um yeah man i'm gonna I'm I'm take as uh, many breaks as i need to take bro because a lot of times i need it bro but right now i'm, I'm chilling so I'm, I'm gonna be making a lot of different songs i was actually writing right before we got on and started talking shit so really Oh yeah, I'm I'm planning something pretty good. I I want to make a uh, want to make a song with like three or four beats in it, straight up. So what's the vibe of that gonna be like? Is it gonna be experimental or? It might be a little experimental. I'd say it's most definitely hip hop, and it's gonna be um, it's gonna be like my my old school type style, like I got for my most recent song that I dropped, and the one before that as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, I do them like that and um, No Love. Well, I couldn't remember my own song for a second. <laughs> I was like, uh, but yeah. So you say that you're always going to like take breaks and stuff like that. So when do you see yourself coming back and being more consistent for a little bit? Is it maybe this month, next month? or? I'd say as soon as I release this next song is when I want to start like pushing out songs like every month at least okay like one song a month the, the the next song is gonna take a little bit because i i'm planning something big like i told you i got like three or four beats a lot i want to line up and just want to go hand for like 10 minutes probably oh damn oh yeah it's gonna be crazy bro so many bars got a lot of shit written down so so is this gonna be i know you probably don't want to speak too much on it but is this gonna be like four songs in one type shit or basically yeah i mean like i kind of want to make it um kind of want to make it like transition like clean into one another though you know what i'm saying like oh okay so i assume you're gonna be you're gonna be self-producing it right you're gonna make all the beats and stuff hell yeah I'm, i want to try to make all the beats i i do use other beats for reference so for, for my writing shit that's one thing i will say i like use a lot of different beats for writing i don't really stick to one thing okay do you it's a long time for me to find a beat that i fuck with <laughs> that's why i produce a lot yeah i was just gonna say does that help you when you use a reference yeah i, I feel like just to get a flow going I'm, I'm mostly rapping to the beat in my head so like it, it don't really matter it's just to have some like there you know what i mean mm-hmm feel like a lot of times people need the beat to like get them going and i used to be that way too bro but like nah now it's more like i don't know i, I got that like natural like flow going you know what i'm saying like 
motherfuckers like be thinking of random bars throughout the day and like just putting them down <laughs> like that that's that's where i'm at right now do you think that natural flow comes from like just you making music for this long most definitely yeah at least like writing shit down before i even picked up the microphone bro like i didn't even fucking i didn't even fucking like i wasn't like outspoken about being a rapper like i wasn't mm. like freestyling to my friends or whatever like doing none of that shit like i wanted to wait until i felt comfortable enough to like have some kind of bars you know what i mean and even when i did start bro i was ass <laughs> i was fucking dog shit when i started rapping like at least posting my shit and like doing that whole thing bro yeah you can still find some of my old songs on my soundcloud so wait wait so why what was dog shit about it I'd say like the quality and just um, I feel like I wasn't really trying to be myself. I was more trying to emulate something. Mm. I was big on I was big on X, so mm -hmm. I was definitely trying to emulate like what he had, and I was definitely just like trying to like I don't know, be cool in a sense. You know what I'm saying with the rap shit, trying to do something that would gain attention. I guess you could say. You know what's so odd about that? One thing I've noticed, not to get too off topic, but when somebody emulates in music, it's so easy to point out. But like versus like if somebody's like emulating, like if they're interviewing and emulate another interviewer or if somebody d makes movies, they're directing and emulate another director. It's, it's not that easy to point out. But for music, it's extremely easy to point out. I find that I don't know why. You, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you're right, but I feel like this is something that comes hand in hand with just like whatever like because of like you're an interviewer as well like and that's mm -hmm. like its own thing in itself it doesn't have to be about music but mm -hmm. you definitely specialize in like music interviews as far as i've seen like you like interviewing the underground and shit and like whatever you do talk to some other people and shit but you fuck with the the, the rap scene for sure you like listening to artists yeah. So you definitely have some like understanding of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like for like a director's angle, right? You know what I'm saying? Like to say like, oh, he's copying fucking I don't know, Tarantino or some shit. I don't know. I don't know mm -hmm. any fucking big directors. I'm not a fucking movie director. That's the point where I'm going with it. Mm -hmm. But a motherfucker that is really big into that might be able to point it out. Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. That's okay. uh, that's at least what I think. I mean, like in terms of interest, like it's definitely like easy to hear it out. I feel like, but sometimes like people are so blind to that shit. I swear, or not blind to it. I guess deaf, you could say, because some motherfuckers will be like, "Nah, he's not copying." They'll be, they'll meet ride the fuck out. Of me. <laughs> I, I have people meet ride the fuck out of me. They're like, "He's not copying X. He's not." Nah. I definitely was, and I still take homage from him. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely give him that. I, he's like one of my biggest inspirations. But regardless, bro, I feel like trying to be somebody else is like not the way to go about it ever. And I feel like every rapper said that, but it's definitely like a key part of like at least making good music, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So for that four four beats in one track song that you're talking about so is that what you're talking about on your instagram bio when it says soon is that the track you're talking about 
Hell yeah. I mean, I've had that shit for a lot of different songs, <laughs> honestly, but it's it's always soon. As I feel like that's like like an ongoing thing with me. Everything that I've ever like put out, like I've said soon. Like, I don't know. I just put that shit in my bio because like I had to let motherfuckers know I'm coming back, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was the only way I could do it. I'm not very good at making entrances, obviously. I don't, I don't, I don't really do that kind of thing. So I'm probably just gonna start dropping shit, and like, I don't know, maybe something might take off, something might flop. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck, bro. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make some crazy ass shit, and I'm gonna show y'all, and it's gonna be fire. <laughs> so I kind of want to know, like, this man just sparked up. I kind of want to know, oh. Uh, what was like uh, your childhood like? Man, so I grew up in New- uh, Patterson, New Jersey, as you heard at the beginning. Um, I do live in a different state now because um, my living situation changed as I grew up. But up until from I was born up until I was about, I'd say, probably like 14 years old, I like live with you know my mom my mom my dad probably got split up when i was like four so that happened and i live with my mom up until i guess i'd say i was i want to say i was like seven and i I started i lived with my grandma for a long ass time after that and I, i do i do stick with my mom now but for a while i lived with my grandma and um and that shit was weird. I was I, I've been to so many different fucking schools. I, I went to Catholic school at one point. That shit was terrible. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Fuck. I mean, you could kind of tell just by saying it, but like, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just I could tell like from a young age, like I I definitely wasn't like a Catholic person. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't. Like nobody had the answers that I asked most of the time. And no nobody, I guess my age was asking the questions I was asking, but at the same time, like, you know, it's shit that still can't be answered, probably with any religion. But um, yeah, nah, I just I, I fucking I hate Catholicism so much, bro. And them teachers were mean as fuck. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Yeah. No, they don't play. Basically, though, I, I got kicked out of two different Catholic schools because I was uh, a little shithead. <laughs> not going to go too deep on that, but I of was course, a little shithead. Course. Yeah. You can tell in the music. <laughs> so, but, oh, go ahead. Nah. Um, I went to public school after that. You know, my mom was like, clearly this motherfucker can't, can't do this. So, after that, I was in public school and... Man, I was I was I was a pretty introverted kid, you know what I'm saying? Like in 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 Catholic school I got picked on, I feel like, because I was poor and those were rich ass kids. But in public school I was chilling. I didn't really get picked on much. I had my I had like one friend, his name was Armando. Shots on Armando. I still fuck with him to this day. He lives on the same fucking street. But um, uh, yeah, man. Uh I just most of the time as a kid, stuck to myself. And uh, up until, like, basically I, I moved to North Carolina is, like, how I, like, basically became, like, I don't know, 
Like, when I moved out of New Jersey, like, I just got all types of fucked up. I feel like, like, it fucked me up. That shit was, like, my home for a while. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. to have my ass, like, so, like, randomly, like, pulled out of that was, like, a crazy thing for me. I mean, it wasn't an easy choice because we were already, like, I I was homeless with my mother for, like, five months. And, um, you know, we had nobody, like, no, no fucking place to stay. And we were living in a a fucking living room with a bed in the living room. And there was, like, five other fucking people in the house. So it was, like, collectively, like, seven people all in this one fucking apartment. (laughs) And uh, we knew we had to fucking go somewhere else, though, you know, because we we wasn't able to find anywhere affordable. So that's how we ended up where we at now. Now we in North Carolina type shit with it. But yeah, it's... man, it, it it was it was tough growing up. But where I'm at right now, bro, I definitely take it as a uh, as a lesson mm-hmm. as well. Oh man, I'm I'm sorry to hear that, man. It's all right. I mean, most of the time, I feel like, like I said, it's a lesson. It's a good thing. I feel like. You know, growing up and going through shit you don't want to go through, and then as well like that, like re- like retaliating against that because you're like fucking either off guard or fucking scared or whatever the fucking <laughs> case is, bro. I regret a lot of the shit like I did, but like I don't regret like like whatever happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> whatever happened happened, and like that shit is a blessing regardless. Have you been back to New Jersey since? Quite a few times, yeah. My pop still lives in New Jersey, so okay. I gotta see my siblings and shit. You know what I'm saying? Gotta make sure I see my my uh, at least my second side of the family. Mm-hmm. So I'm always uh, over there to see them during the summer. I I was there like maybe two three months ago, probably. Okay. So one thing I kind of want to ask, kind of going back to what you said earlier, that um. You had a lot of questions and it seemed like nobody could answer it. So I say that to ask, hypothetically speaking, if you could see God, like physically see him right now, right. what are some questions you would ask him or them or whoever? What would I ask God? Man, that's a deep ass question. That's a good one, though. You're <laughs> going to have to give me a second. You're good. Because if we're if we're being for real. Like, if God was in front of me, I'd probably do the same thing. I'd be like, God, wait one minute. Give me a minute, man. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, be the, I'd be the only motherfucker on this earth. I don't care. I'd be like, God, give me a minute. <laughs> I got to think about this shit real quick. Got to process this. Um, If God was in front of me, bro, and I could ask him whatever I wanted, I would probably ask him. I guess the most, the most like sought after question, like for like, I, I would do humanity a favor by asking him what's like, what's the meaning of life? Because mm. I feel like a lot of people say that, oh, the meaning of life is like finding like your purpose. And then like, you know, that's like something you find out for yourself. But like the true meaning of life, like why did God put us on this earth? life mm-hmm. you know what i mean like why did he decide that we were going to exist on this bitch why are we the only life form 
like on this on this planet at least you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. as far as shit goes like why isn't there other fucking beings on other planets like why 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 is there just us bro mm-hmm. i feel like they said bro <laughs> yeah go ahead i feel like that's the most cliche ass question but like damn bro i'd huh? be i'd be fucking a liar if i didn't say like i i asked myself that question a lot and then be like Yep, forgot. Nobody fucking knows that yeah. shit. Nobody knows. That's a good question, though. I kind of laugh when you said, uh, when you called God, bro. Like, bro, what, what is this, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, that ass, because <laughs> I would talk to God like that. After all the shit he's put me through, I, w- I would definitely, I would definitely call him, bro. Mm-hmm. Especially when they say all this shit about God being in your heart and shit, and yeah. God's always with you. If you always, if Man, bro, from like an interviewer's perspective, like, like, for one, damn, for one, how did everybody, like, like, kind of what you said, how did everybody end up here? Two, what is here from God's perspective? Like, what is earth? Is this a good place? Is this a bad place? What is this? And then three, who controls this? Like, who is in charge of what happens down here? Like, is it just the government or is there like a being that's controlling what the government does? Like, who controls this? So that that'll be my three answers. I mean, my three questions. Damn, you had you had a fucking list, man. I wouldn't be so ready, man. That's a, it's, that being that prepared is a good thing, bro. Because in this life, you won't you won't ever know what the fuck you'll experience. New shit is happening all the time, bro. Life is crazy. Yeah. And then this question just popped into my head just now, like it, like is. I don't know if you believe in an afterlife or anything like that, or like karma or anything, but is karma like, could that be used as like a sense of currency? Like if you do good, like if you're doing good here, is that going to assist you in the afterlife? Like, and not even on no heaven and hell perspective. I mean, like simply just being a good person. Is that, does that make your life easier on the other side? Like, I don't know. It's a lot of questions I have. It's it's definitely a crazy question. I feel like a lot of times that that question is because like I feel like we always like I feel like we always like hyper focus on the negative as much as people don't want to say it. Like we mm-hmm. want to be the optimist so fucking bad, but we're not, bro. Yeah. Most of the time we're not, bro. We're 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 definitely focused on whatever's stressed on our minds at the moment or whatever's going on you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you rarely meet a motherfucker that says no i'm not affected by it i don't care you know what i'm saying that's what i strive to be obviously but i feel like no matter how you slice it bro like just being pessimistic overall like as long as you realize yourself in the moment and like you tell yourself like bro you gotta get you gotta get your shit together Stay in the fucking moment and just keep pushing forward, bro. That's what I do. Mm. So, damn, man. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. So, you're you're on the East Coast, right? Are you? Yeah, yeah. So, we know, like, the Canada fires have, like, bled into the United States. Is, is that affecting you? <laughs> yeah, it yeah? is. Yeah, the air quality is, is, is pretty shit over here, for sure. Fuck, man. It's, um, I mean, like, it's not affecting us, like, in a too dangerous way. Like, it's not like if I go outside, like, 
for too long, I might get fucking, I don't know. I don't even know what's in the air. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> I don't care. Like, I really don't give a shit. Like, I saw the air quality warning on my, like, weather app. Check my shit every day. And I saw that shit, like, for the past few days. And I saw what you were talking about, the Canada shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, but I guess I'm going to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey. Man. Uh, yeah, that might be bad, but I feel like that's what a lot of motherfuckers do. They just don't want a minute. So, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I care so much. Uh-huh. Does it? Does it? Does this feel weird to breathe out there? Like, can you no, notice bro, a difference? You want, you want no? You want to know something fucking crazy that I noticed today, though, bro? Mm. I was fucking. I was walking to the fucking. I was bagging me some noodles type shit, and um. I was just like looking at the sky type shit and like I don't know bro everything has like this weird like grayish like tinge to it bro and I was like nah it looks cloudy out here bro swear like it looks hazy it don't look like it's clear like it definitely looks like there's something in the air over here but it's all right I really don't be outside like that anyways so shit I find it crazy because I know some people in Canada and somebody got asked, they said that shit has not affected them whatsoever. And that goes to show how big Canada is because this shit's bleeding into the United States. Like, oh, yeah. It's crazy. Well, like you can fucking drive to Canada in like an hour in certain places. Like at least like I don't know how far it is. Like I know that from here to Canada, like one of my friends was like 10 hours away, which mm-hmm. is crazy to me. I was like, what? How the fuck could it be that short, bro? <laughs> uh, that shit. I don't know. What? Mm. Do you like living in the United States? Honestly, bro, if I if I had a choice, I probably wouldn't live here. No, I don't think that is a um, a crazy thing though. Given that we live in America, bro, like we have to pay for a lot of different shit in in return for like I guess what they call freedom type shit, but. I don't know, man. Like, what is freedom? I don't know. I think that's a good question. I ask myself that a lot, too. What is freedom? Define it, bro. You can find it on Google, bro, but everyone's got, like, their own fucking... Like, Mm -hmm. America's got their own definition of freedom. But are we really, like, free in a sense, bro? I'm not gonna... You know what? I'm not gonna start, bro. Because you said that the conspiracy shit is gonna gonna overtake. Nah, fuck it, man. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? I I think I'd say, uh... We're free in the sense that we live in a huge hamster cage, if that makes sense. No, that's exactly what we, that's that's what I mean. Like we're free to roam, free to free to walk around, fuck around and find out though. It's, it's, <laughs> Man, so what does freedom mean to you? Honestly, bro, freedom is like freedom. Like I don't know. Like if we're if we're gonna be truly free, like that's anarchy. That's that's how I see it. If motherfuckers were truly free, it would be chaotic. Mm. It would be insane. It would be nuts. Okay, I feel like definitely like there needs to be some kind of order in mm-hmm. a sense. But like to be completely free, like freedom in a country, truly free. Man, that's that's scary to think about. Yeah. It's like, that's Damn. fucking scary. Every man for himself. Think about that. Eventually, you would think somebody would have to end up taking control. Somebody that that's very, very strong, like at least like in a manipulative sense. But 
I wonder. I, I truly wonder how that would go eventually. Who who would end up taking taking the reign? What in terms of like controlling the world, like governance type shit? Yeah, I mean, like, well, if 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 we're talking about like in a sense, like basically an apocalypse, like without the fucking mass disease or zombies or whatever the fuck, it's just no government. It's just straight anarchy type shit, like at that point it's just like like you said like i said like every man's for himself either that or like motherfuckers start banding together and they start creating some kind of like weird ass government do you think that will work and i think that would it would work right but i don't think that it would be happy living man i mean (laughs) i feel like that's what i mean like i feel like i feel like like, like we we are too controlled in a sense, but I don't want too much freedom either. Like, I feel like too much freedom is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if 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 this is exactly freedom what we got. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, bro, I don't know if motherfuckers truly want motherfucking true freedom. That shit is that shit is that sounds crazy to me. Damn, we're getting we're getting deep. One thing I want to know, uh, this isn't on the list, but I want to know. So, we're talking about like, if there was no governing type shit, it would be like people making their own laws and their own government. So, in terms of like a one world government, who do you think would be like? How do I put this? Yeah. So, if if the government were to choose somebody to run everything, like the whole world, one world government, who do you think the government would choose that the people oh. would accept? Who would the government? Oh, damn! It has to be somebody everybody likes, type shit, or damn near everybody likes. I'm trying to decide what kind of answer I want to go on this. I got three people in mind. I feel like they would choose probably a uh, Elon Musk, Greta Thunberg, or like Mr. Beast type shit, Loki. <laughs> Mr. Beast, nah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Hell Everybody yeah. likes him, bro. Like That's Mr. Beast, answer. you know what I'm saying? Mr. Beast, huh? <laughs> That's the answer. That's my answer, Mr. Beast, bro. That's such a good one. <laughs> hell yeah. He should run for president, bro. I would definitely fucking vote for Mr. Beast, bro. Really? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't see why not. He's probably really good with his money, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Why not? <laughs> Uh, I don't think he's old enough, though. Nah, he's, he's still enough. young. Yeah. So I want to know, how does like your family and friends feel about your music? My mother supports my music heavily. She um, she does whatever she. When I was younger, she did whatever she could. Like at, at this point, like I got myself on my new gear and shit or whatever. But like, she supported like all my shit up until like, I want to say like, I got to turn eighteen. Like she got me my microphone, and like mm. that was it. She was she was good off it. But like, she she's bought me a lot of music equipment over the years, and like she she used to fucking, you know, share my shit. Like now, since I don't really make it, she don't do it because like whatever. Like like I I didn't really like have that image for a while. I wasn't really trying to be a rapper, mm-hmm. and um. But now she she like fully supports it like 
And um, as far as like my like my dad goes, like honestly, like I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Like I I talk to my dad sometimes, like and I visit, but um, I wouldn't say that we talk all the time, right? But mm. I don't. I really don't know how he feels about my music. I I definitely think that he wouldn't dislike it though. I could give you that much because my my like the way i rap is influenced by like all the shit that like he made me listen to growing up so what were you listening to growing up shit man i was listening to fucking old school hip-hop like wu-tang and fucking aesop rock and fucking uh cage and fucking when I, when I got a little older, I started fucking with, like, Odd Future and shit. I was, like, my shit for a good while. Love me some fucking Earl Sweatshirt in the bitch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what else? I guess when I got a little bit older after that, bro, like, I really, really started fucking with X. Like, for a while, like, I'd say, like, the the, the number one motherfucker, like, I, I fucked with, like, the most, like, was him. Because, I don't know, man. For a while, like, all I did was listen to, like, listen to X type shit. <laughs> all I did, bro. That was when I was, like, fucking 13. <laughs> every time I think of Earl, I hope this is off top, but every time I think of Earl Sweatshirt, I think of, uh, that beyond scared straight shit. He was like, it smell like bitch in here. <laughs> it smell like bitch in here. <laughs> Bruh. Nah, but, uh, Why you got so many necklaces? <laughs> oh my god. I miss that, bro. Like, damn. Was a shit, bro. Bro. Yeah, I quote so much shit from fucking <laughs> from Tyler the Creator and Earl Sweat the inter- interviews too, bro. Like, fuck it, bro. I, I'm... I was such a big fan of them motherfuckers. I still am for sure. Mm-hmm. But they they like went on two separate paths. So yeah. it's very interesting. One thing I will say, because you said you know you grew up listening to like Wu Tang, a lot of old school rap. You yeah, yeah. you definitely can hear that influence in your music. One thing I would say is I don't know if you know this person, but to me it would be fucking amazing and cool if you were to do some shit with uh with Sanfi. He's in DK's group. That would be fire, bro. Because you guys both kind of have a boom bap type sound, you know? You said his name is Sanfi? Yeah, Sanfi. He's a boom bap rapper? Yeah, he, he has like a very heavy boom bap type sound. I'll probably send you his shit. Yeah, no, I'm definitely down to check out his shit. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm always down to, to like fucking make some shit. You know what I'm saying? Especially somebody that's doing the boom bap shit, because I've been trying to find somebody else that's on that that kind of vibe. Not a lot of motherfuckers in the scene really be doing that. So, mm-hmm. like, I feel I I find like a lot of people doing it as like a niche thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I gotta make a boom bap song. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, there aren't like boom bap rappers. Like, I feel like I I am a boom bap rapper without a doubt. I have like so many different fucking songs like that. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm, I'm going to send you this shit really fast. He's super cool. I interviewed him not too long ago. Bro, one thing. So I want to I send you something else as well. I want to send you something. And I want you to describe to the listeners what I sent you. Like, what, is, what does it say? And 
Just describe to them what I sent you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I sent it through Instagram. All right. You're on Instagram. All right. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, I'm going to pull this shit up on my PC real quick. It's a Twitter status. Let's see what it says. <laughs> Do y'all think my hairline is savable? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I tweeted this. Uh, uh, September nineteenth, twenty twenty one, at twelve thirty a.m. <laughs> I was, I was, I was worried, honestly, bro. Really? This, 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 bro. This was, this was a serious thing. And, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was fried though. So, like, I was like half joking, but I was like, you know, I need to, I need to ask. And nobody, nobody really fucking gave me an answer, bro. Somebody replied and was like, no. And that was it. There was like one person that replied and was like, no. Man, I'm looking at pictures of you, man. Ain't nothing wrong with your damn hairline, man. It look, it look you know what I'm saying? It look okay, man. Ain't nothing, you know what I'm saying? Yo, shit not I mean, cooked or nothing. I was going to say, bro, I, I, shortly after that, I got a buzz cut and my hairline was saved. So <laughs> it's, it's all good, bro. <laughs> Bro, my hairline, my hairline is definitely savable, and it was saved. Bless that man. He gave me a fire ass fade too, bro. I wish motherfuckers <laughs> wasn't hating on the ball, the fucking ball hat. So, but, um, go ahead. I was gonna try to keep going off what, what we were talking about, but if you got something else, then no, go, 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 go. Yeah. No, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I'm, I'm determined now. I want to hear whatever you got. No, because now I want to hear what she was gonna say. So I could build off of it. Say, how about okay. that? Uh, oh. uh, uh. Well, shit, regardless, I was going to build it off of the last thing I said. <laughs> I was going to say, so if if you're, uh, like, let's say right now, like, you got a haircut, right? You just want to get some shit trimmed up. And the person fuck up. And they said, man, we got to go bald, G. You, you going to go bald? Like, I'm talking about fully bald uh, and no oh, hair. Like you mean like fucking ski bald. Shaved. Oh, hell no. Hell <laughs> you would <no>. do it? <laughs> Fuck no. Hell no. I'll be I'll be a fucking crotchety old man. I'll have the fucking the old man Jenkins hair. No. You know With the sides and the yeah. I'll have that shit. I'll rock that shit too. <laughs> nah, bro. I'll I'll keep every bit of hair I got until I fucking Fold, bro. I don't give a fuck. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, cause I have long hair too. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? If my shit start like withering away, I'm just gonna cut it all off and rock the ball head with a beard, man. <laughs> ball head with a beard. Man, my ass cannot grow no fucking beard, bro. I'm sorry. I don't know how I'm gonna do that, but you gotta keep shaving, bro. That's what I did. Just keep shaving over and over. I I kept shaving, bro, and that shit just not growing, bro. I feel like I I have more hair now because I stopped shaving my face, bro. And that's that's worth everything. I feel I like shaving, like ain't do shit. So now let me let me give you some some tips. You know what I'm saying? So I heard this in high school, and I did it, and that shit worked because I can never I barely grew facial hair. So before you shave, st stimulate the chin hair. Like pull on it, like this sounds crazy. I'm, pull on I'm it. Constantly pulling on my shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Like how constantly though? Like I'm talking about like every uh, hour type I'm, shit. No, like yeah, like I pl I'm playing with my shit right now. Like as we're talking right now, like I just got my fucking I don't know. Like I have a little, little tiny chin hairs. 
<laughs> I said, keep doing that, bro. Keep shaving it. It's going to, it's going to, it should like grow in a lot. Nah, bro. Honestly, facial hair is a, is, is a far cry for me, but <laughs> it's all good. Would you want facial hair? I mean, maybe eventually, but I'm fine with like just having my long ass fucking hair like I do right now. I'm really trying to see how long I can grow out my shit now. Damn, well, I'm like, how long? Just do some crazy shit. I don't know. How long do you want to grow it? Fuck, man. I don't know. I'd have like some Jesus hair. Be like, <laughs> be like, fucking, uh, my boy Strife. Gonna go for the surfer look, huh? Hell yeah, I could put that shit in a ponytail now, too. Here's everything. And I miss my hair, bro. When I was a little kid, my shit used to be way longer than this. It used to be like down my back type shit. Super long. See, man, you just you just gotta let it grow, man. Honestly, bro, I, I don't really give a fuck about growing like facial hair, but getting my shit down to like fucking like my actual hair down to like crazy length, that's mm-hmm. what I'm really going for, motherfucker. That'd be fire. Man, bro. That's what I'm, man, I'm, I cut my shit for a dumb reason. I was a little kid and so my mom was like working and nobody could watch me at the moment. So I had to go to the boys and girls club and they said boys couldn't have long hair. They made me cut my shit. Nah, fucking way. Yes, bro. bro. Yes. Bro, I went to the boys and girls club too, bro. But that was when I had a fucking bald ass head. <laughs> How bald? I mean, it was buzzed. I've had a, I had a buzzed buzz head for a while when I was younger, honestly. Uh, uh, God. Yeah, I had the, had the bean. I had the fucking <laughs> bean, bro. Hey, you played the game Bully? Hell yeah. Like, you know, yeah, Jimmy Hopkins? Like, <laughs> Jimmy Hopkins, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, boy. That was my favorite game, bro. bro. Still fucking got that shit. Man. So... I seen an I seen another tweet on Instagram. I think it was no, not on Instagram. It was a tweet on Twitter, where it's like you had posted like a clip of you playing Valorant. So like, how'd you get into gaming? Oh, bro, I've been gaming my whole life, practically. I remember picking up World at War Zombies when I was like, I don't even remember how old that when that like I remember it was the year it came out. So like I don't I don't fucking know how many years ago that shit was, but I was mm-hmm. like a baby basically. And I was playing that shit. Damn. That shit was everything, bro. I remember fucking staying up late as hell for midnight releases at GameStop and fucking playing Halo and fucking rah. That was my shit. When I was a kid, I was really getting into the gaming shit. But um, I don't know PC gaming, bro. That's when it really fucking went crazy for me. I've been playing fucking Counter Strike and all that different kind of shit since I say like 2014. Like Counter Strike and Valorant are like my probably like my easiest games by far. They're interesting because they're pretty uh. Pretty similar. CSGO was like the, you know what I'm saying, the original to that, you know? Right, definitely. I mean, Valorant came after because it got the abilities and, you know, mm-hmm. and it's got different aspects. But it's got the same basic, like, you know, round strategy, win, like, bomb, plant, fucking shoot, pull down, and <laughs> aim and point, that whole fucking thing. 
I think that um, in Counter-Strike, though, bro, I feel like the skill gap is, like, crazy right now in comparison to Valorant because there's not as many people playing Counter-Strike as there is um, on Valorant, in my opinion. I don't know about the numbers, honestly. I've never looked at them, but it takes so much longer for me to get a game in fucking CSGO. It was, like, the worst fucking, like, <laughs> fucking thing I ever, like, the worst thing like i could have the worst decision i could have made put it like that like was inviting that motherfucker on because he just like made like the interview mostly about like himself and like that was the most annoying fucking thing ever and he was high as fuck like <laughs> high in a sense of like on speed bro like oh. it sounded like he was tweaking yeah like it was it was wild and he was telling some crazy ass stories too i was like man i don't know if i can even post this man the shit you're talking about right now he <laughs> was like venting like literally like telling us like everything like just fucking going at it bro and um <laughs> yeah no and and then on top of that what ended up happening like i stopped like after i stopped the recording and end, ended the interview and wrapped it up I found out the recording, the fucking audio was fucked up. It was, uh. all fucked up. it was like glitchy and shit. So it wasn't even like recoverable and to be like, yeah, like listen to how funny this shit is. Like, no, it was just a bad experience. And then <laughs> it just makes for a story. That's all it does. So yeah, that that was the first and last time I ever tried interviewing. Like wow. I had a full concept for it and everything. That guy ruined it for me. I was like, yeah, I don't ever want to do this because you, 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 you ruined it. I don't want to do this. What the fuck? That sucks. Uh, it does. But I mean, for what it's worth, I, like I said, I would de I'd definitely be down to do some shit like that again. I have something in line where I was going to do that like a while ago when I was kind of confused on like what I wanted to do in general. Mm-hmm. I had um I don't know if you know Vibes Forever, yeah. So me and the dude who owns it, Strife, we had this thing going on. He was like, "Yo, like I know you, you like I had mentioned to him like I wanted to do a podcast again or like some of that nature, like an interview thing." Me and him came up with the concept of um, uh, or at least I did actually. The name of uh having is called Raw Vibes. And I still have a YouTube channel up and like I own it and everything, but I was basically going to be like a branch off like his brand essentially. And I was going to like interview people, like mm -hmm. whoever, like people that I fuck with. Bro, you should get back into that shit, bro. Like 100%. I definitely would, bro. I just, I feel like the, the thing that always gets over me is like, I feel like just being consistent like i said like it's yeah. hard like having being an interview and a podcaster like that thing like requires consistency i feel like like what you do is like you like you were telling me about like your schedule and shit you were like oh well i got this interview and then this one so uh -huh. we can do this this day you know what i mean like that's how it should be because you have all this different shit planned out you know what i mean you have a lot of content but I'm just not willing to put down like the shit when I'm not willing to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like even if like like if I was tired and I didn't feel like doing it, bro, I'd be like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just don't have the willpower to be like, 
I gotta do it. Can't. If I don't want to do some shit, I'm I'm out. Out on that. Yeah, that's one thing that's kind of like, I'd say like a con to interviewing. Like, it's very draining, especially if you do it back to back. Like, I think a couple of days ago, I did two interviews in one day. That was the most draining day of my life. Like, just because you know it's it's an exchange of energy. You know what I'm saying? Talking to somebody, you know, like especially yeah, for hours. You should you should get back into it, but that'd be fire, hundred percent. I think that would be a cool thing. Maybe I will in the future. I still, like I said, I still have the channel. It's called Raw Vibes, so pretty. It's pretty cool. I made a little a little logo for it and shit too. So, so that that tacit interview. Do you do you still have the file or is it just gone? So I have the PC <laughs> that has the file, but I I've gotten a new PC since I made that recording. So. It's on my old computer, and, like, if I really wanted to, like, I could probably, like, try to boot it up and, like, find it. But, like I said, the file is, um, it sounds like shit, and you literally can't tell what anybody is saying at all. It, like, sounds like a robot's talking, essentially. Yeah, so, like, the the audio's fucked. There's no way of fixing it. It's not like I can, like, you know make it louder or something or like you know what i mean it's not like too quiet or something it's like i don't know something like got corrupted i guess when i made the recording so so what do you think caused that honestly i really i really fucking have no idea to this day like i tried to figure it out because afterwards i tried recording and like i like stopped it and it sounded fine on the recordings that i had made so maybe it has something to do with like what you said with like your OBS where it's like maybe like how long I recorded it because mm. I did record it for like two hours straight. Uh. No pausing, no stopping. So that, that might have been the reason why there could have been like some errors and shit. Damn. I, don't know. I just I just I tried and I was like, man, this fucking shit's ass. And yeah, I was like, fuck this. Damn, so it was a mixture of that, the mixture of, <laughs> you said, the guy that you had on with you, like, damn. Yeah, hell yeah, it just, it was a catastrophe, <laughs> but what I will tell you, though, is that Tacit is such a fucking cool dude to have a con- conversation with, and, mm-hmm. um, hell yeah, when I, when I did get to talk about him on, like, what little shit we did talk about, like, it was awesome, like, we did get to talk about, like, some deep, like, I don't know talk about like like we were talking about earlier like some meaning of life shit like mm-hmm. you know what i mean we're having a little deep talk for a second but then it quickly derailed again back into like you know oh my my cousin's grandpa's fucking aunt sold crack and we got locked up one time for it bro and you know I'll, you, yo most of this shit this guy said as well sounded like a fucking lie so i couldn't even like <laughs> keep a straight face while he was saying I was waiting for him to be like, and then and then we broke out. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, fucking some crazy shit. So, yeah, that motherfucker, that motherfucker is not qualified to be an interviewer at all. But yeah, I guess I guess he tried <laughs> as well. I, sh- I, sh- I, sh- I should I shouldn't give him his chips. He did try, but made it about himself for sure. <laughs> and this is off topic, but. Speaking of like crazy stories, I had to interview somebody not too long ago. I'm not gonna put them on blast to say who they were. I interviewed them and they told me like 
they had like I asked them a question and they answered it with a story. And then the story was like I think the question was like what's something that you regret or some shit like that. Oh, and no. it's man what a, what a what a what a fucking what a general question. <laughs> they said they oh. they accidentally unalived a dog. Oh no. <laughs> I had to edit that out. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would definitely I would definitely say that would be my biggest regret if that was something I did. That's <laughs> fucking terrible. That's like fucking school shooter energy right there. It was, an accident. It was an accident. It, it was though, it was. It it was. He said uh he basically the dog as a kid always used to bark at him. So uh what he did was he like he threw like I guess a gummy worm at the dog and the dog ate it and died. He so he ate it, got sick, and died. Yeah, the dog had like a scum, like a stomach issue beforehand. Honestly, I <laughs> such a fucking gruesome mind. So I'm glad you just said that. I'm I'm fucking I'm glad you were just like yeah, fucking it ate a gummy worm and died. Because honestly, like I was expecting you to be like, yeah, the guy was fucking nuts. And also, fucking... Michael Myers, shit, huh? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, fucking, he, he fucking kept squirrels in his locker and shit. Like, you know? <laughs> no, 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 shit like that. But uh, <laughs> fuck, that's, that's terrible. Poor guy. Man, I hope he, I hope he's doing well. Man, poor dog too, man. Shit's poor out dog. of here. <laughs> or may he rest in peace. Man, R.I.P. Man, but uh. Hope Hope that gummy worm was good. Oh, <laughs> oh bro. I'm terrible. I want to know, how'd you come up with your name? So, um, Akuma. This is, alright, so I guess I'll start from, like, the beginning. Like, originally, my name was, um, a mixture of Japanese and Chinese. And I don't know if I can still pronounce the second part, but it was... Akuma Heitsith, and basically that just meant like demon boy. And I was gonna go by that originally, but um, one of my friends at the time was like, "Oh, like you should check, you should like do like what X did, and like fucking change around like the language and like see what goes around." You know what I mean? So I like did that, and um, I came up with that, and I ran with that for like I don't know, maybe like. For the beginning of like for like one year maybe and then after that i um i dropped the the second half and i was just akuma and um that's what i was known for for a good while and like i was like either akuma or 333 akuma and um yeah no nah, that that was like i don't know why akuma came to fruition like why that stuck for me so much but like i don't know like a lot of motherfuckers just call me that now instead of uh because now like my full rap name obviously is Salem Kuma. It's not just Akuma. But I got Salem from um from one of my um my previous pets when I was um younger. He um he was like my fucking like my my soul animal, bro. Like mm-hmm. bro was always chilling with me, like in the crib type <laughs> shit. And um, you know, I went through a pretty dark time. I didn't have any any friends, and I didn't really have anybody to like, you know, fucking be upset with. So, and I had my cat, 
for a good fucking amount of that. And I don't know. I, I trusted that motherfucker as a companion for real. Yeah. And he uh he died for like a year old from um con- congestive heart failure, which is like such a random ass thing. I've had so many cats, bro. And I've never once I've never like had a cat so like attached to me and I also too never had like a fucking cat like die on me that like quickly, bro. Like damn. Motherfucker was a kitten, motherfucker, like a, a fucking baby. That shit like destroyed me though, because you know, for a while he was all I had, and um, kind of pay homage to him. I, I decided to change my name to Salem Kuma in the moment. Like I was like fucking distraught about it. Like when I tell you, like when like how it went was like we were at the vet and like we were walking back to the car and like he literally like dropped like in his fucking carrier like just fucking dropped dead and we had to like rush him inside they gave him cpr and shit it's fucked up but hell yeah man rest in peace salem that's my fucking gang and hell yeah that's that's why my name is salem kuma wanted to combine the two and pay homage to him in some kind of way bro rest in peace bro i'm sorry to hear that because you know pets they they're family like basically like his family hell yeah and i definitely think that a lot of motherfuckers like would like turn an eye to be like that's kind of odd like why would you like name yourself after your cat type shit but i don't know i feel like the only people who truly understand where i'm coming from are people who do have like who, who have had a pet like that you know what i mean whether if that's a dog or a cat or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like everyone, like, who has had, like, their emotional support animal, like, knows, like, how important that shit can be. So, was your cat black? Yeah, all black cat. Yeah. So, were you big into, like, the, uh, or do you know of, like, the Salem witch trials or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I um, I didn't really do a lot of research research on the Salem witch trials, but like, I definitely like researching um, like the old religion and like mm-hmm. you know, fucking like Wiccans and paganism and all that shit. Like, I, I read a bunch of books on that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty interesting stuff, especially when you learn like how much um religion was like based off of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like a lot of mm-hmm. like a lot of foundations of like religion were based off of like what like quote unquote witches did. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty fucked that like if if you were in a relationship with a girl and you just didn't like her anymore, you could just call her a witch and the people just basically stone her to death. That is fucked, man. Yeah, nah, that shit that shit is crazy, bro. Women were at a fault at that point too. It's it's it was terrible, bro. Very, very fucking terrible thing what happened. A tragic thing. And then, like, the, the, the trials that they did were so brain dead. It's like, okay, we're going to see if this person is a witch by basically drowning them. And if they die, then they're not a witch. It's like, bro, you just took somebody's life, bro. Like, what? Like, if they die, if they, if they die bro, that's crazy. That's, man, that's fucking dumb. But, uh. No, most definitely. Salem witch trials were fucked up, man. I want to know, how did you get into the underground scene? Um, 
feel like I've I mentioned him so many times now, but X yeah, mm-hmm. again, bro. Like, like before that, like I listened to rap music, but I wasn't in the underground scene. Like I wasn't listening to shit like that. But I was I was using SoundCloud for a while before I you know started listening to X. But when I found him on my shit, like he came up in like my recommended type shit, bro. It was it was over, bro. Like it just opened up like a huge rabbit hole from from X. I found like Suicide Boys, and from that I found like all about Ghost Main and fucking you know Lil Peep and so many different fucking people, bro. There's like a shit ton of rappers that I can name: Smoke Perp, Lil Pump, fucking back in the old ass days, goddamn. Fucking Craig Zen and fucking, bro, so many good-ass rappers, bro, from the old-ass underground scene. Most of them motherfuckers are, like, legends to me, still to this day. Like, a lot of people wouldn't think so, but, like, to me, bro, like... What do you think, like, classifies a legend? Oh, what do I classify as a legend? (sighs) Honestly, bro, like... To set your name in stone for me, bro, like, you gotta have some, like, you, you gotta be passionate, I feel like, that's, that's what makes it for me, like, I feel like a lot of people are legends, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, I feel like you, people, like, put too much weight on the name, as well as, like, not let enough people have it, you know what I'm saying, I feel like we don't need to gatekeep that, like, that's such a fucking weird thing to do, like, mm. Being a legend can be as simple as fucking waking up every day in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck the bullshit. I mean, but if you really want to get down to it, bro, like it's like to me that Wasi is a legend, like X is a legend, bro. Like Ski is a fucking legend, and fucking shit, Pete, he's a fucking legend. You think it's safe to say Soldier Boy's a legend? Hell yeah. Soul man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> as much Hell shit as yeah. he gets, but yeah, he is, man. <laughs> oh, definitely, bro. We, we, we wouldn't have shit without Soldier Boy. <laughs> we wouldn't have nothing. This ground you walk on, the air you breathe, Soldier Boy fucking breathed it first. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he, he really did revolutionize like the, the internet game. Like, fucking, fucking definitely put it on like a crazy pedestal. Man. Anybody who came in the internet rap scene after that was second to Soldier Boy, without a doubt. Have you ever been a part of a collective? I have a lot of collectives, actually. I'd say honestly. Wait, so most, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say the most recent collective that I've been a part of was um, it was called Hysteria, and uh, it was with me. Guap Sensei, Yauks, fucking okay. somebody cool, yeah, somebody cool, motherfuckers. Um, but yeah, I was in the last collective I was in, and it, it, I just I, I'm not good in a group setting, bro. I'll just say it. <laughs> I'm just not good in a group setting, bro. Maybe it's just bad luck, but I feel like the downfall of every collective is having too many members. Mm. Hmm. Almost every time, bro. Too many members. Okay, so I was scrolling through your SoundCloud, and I have it written down right here. 
is you have a song with Guap since I called Hysteria. I thought it was just a song. So yeah, the collective was called Hysteria, or yeah, no, the the collective was called Hysteria. That's so. Hold on, if I pull it up, there should still be a page, and I should be able to look up. No, it's not there anymore. I guess it deleted it. Guap probably deleted it. I was gonna look up the members so I could get the full like list of them. But I feel like, what was the question you asked again? Say it again. Sorry. Oh, cause no, I was saying how, cause you have a uh, a song with Guap since I called Hysteria Inc. So I said like, how did that come about? And was that before the collective or after? Oh, that was that was in the collective. That was that was how I announced I was in it. Actually, I remember. Oh, okay. Now that I think about it, that was like the um, yeah, the announcement. I kind of like was helping him as well, like kind of play off like his his album at the time. Um, he had like he was trying to go for like kind of like some like lore. That's why you kind of like hear us like talking shit in like the middle and the beginning of the song. Mm-hmm. That's what that's all about. But um, hell yeah. So how did that you meet? So hard. How did you meet Guap? I met Guap through another collective actually that I was in. It was um. Uh, another old ass one with a bunch of people that aren't even fucking rappers either not rappers anymore or not um in contact with me anymore mm-hmm. but i met him through that collective and um i don't know ever since then like i did like a song with him and like we just kept talking after that and um me and him both like started gaining like a lot of attraction around like the same time and um I, I, I like saw one of his songs on my shit and I was like, yo, this should go hard. Like, you should make another one, bro. And um, when we made it, bro, I was like, man, I'm, I'm just trying to hop in the collective, bro. I'm just trying to make some cool music now. I had like that, that drive going, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's, that's how I ended up meeting Guap and ended up joining Hysteria. Because I feel like when I joined Hysteria, that was when I like, actually started like fucking with guap more like i actually considered him like a friend mm-hmm. i still do though that's a homie so how did like the end of hysteria come about uh, well it's got a lot to do with just elijah obviously because you know basically that that guy like he was guap's right hand man i'll give him that right it was like Guap's boy. Like I remember, like they were always together. They were always fucking chatting, always making music together. And um, that motherfucker literally like lied about his entire identity, like over the internet. Like I shit you not, bro. Like, it goes as far as like his own nationality. You know what I'm what? saying? He lied about yeah. He lied about his age, his nationality, where he lives, where he's from. Lies about he lied about everything, bro. Everything, bro. And he lied about more shit on top of that. He lied about having a heart disease, and then he got his fans to pay for that shit. He like had a GoFundMe. Then he oh got, my then, then god! He got, then he got found out. Like he fucking told like a. He told like some like you know whatever. When you know when motherfuckers are lying, they aren't able to stay consistent with their lies. Like yeah. they can't say the same thing. Like, he said two conflicting things, and, like, that was it for him. He got exposed after that. 
Motherfucker got doxxed and his bro. We found out he's white. And he also tried to say he was emancipated. He tried to say he was like on his own type shit and he was living off like his grandpa's money. Bro lives with both of his parents, has a has very healthy, substanding fucking relationship with his mother and father. That motherfucker tried to say he was Mexican. He said he was in the cartel. He said all of this shit, bro. He said, like, so much crazy-ass shit. And, like, everyone basically took, like, his sob story word for word. And, like, honestly, like, it sounds so dumb when you say it out loud. Because, like, why would you just take a motherfucker for his word? Like, why? But I don't know. I guess the reason why I took his word for it most times was because, I mean, everyone else did. Yeah, that's kind of sheep like behavior, though. I'll definitely, I'll definitely say that. I definitely have learned from that shit. And um, yeah, that boy's a bitch, though. He scammed money. He got money out his fans for that shit. It's crazy to me. Damn, now I think about. I think because I did an interview with Guap. It's not up anymore, but I remember I did an interview with Guap, and he kind of he didn't really go into detail. I don't think, but he basically said somebody. Like, had a big falling out with the underground. He didn't say who. Damn, what the fuck? He probably he probably didn't want to elaborate on it because, you know, it's it's a sensitive topic for him. Like, I remember him being very fucking, like, upset about it. And I don't blame him either, though, because, like, that, that shit was fucked up, man. Like, just, like, Elijah was a bitch for that shit. That shit had me fucked up. I was upset because that was the complete end of our collective after that. Like, we didn't we didn't want to like nobody wanted to keep doing that shit anymore basically i definitely didn't i don't know i can't speak for everybody else that was doing it at the time but i remember there was enough people to the point where guap was like all right well like at this point it's a group decision like Mm -hmm. we're just gonna we're gonna stop it like that's that but yeah man i i I really do miss those times because and I was I was a lot more trusting, I guess. You know, I feel like after that, it just fucked it all up for me. Mm-hmm. Even before that and after, there were there were multiple rappers that I knew and I fucked with, like getting exposed for like weird shit. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say what it was, but weird mm-hmm. shit, weird shit, just made me not want to trust a lot of motherfuckers, bro. Ah, damn. To get off of that top, I didn't know that was going to unlock all that. Goddamn. <laughs> so, I want to know, how did your song Deep End come about? So I think that's one of your most viewed songs on SoundCloud at the moment. Deep End. Oh, man. Honestly, bro, not too much. Like, I remember being, like, hearing the original song and then being like, oh, I need an instrumental. I want to rap on this beat type shit. Mm-hmm. And then, um, there was no beat at the time. I guess it, it had either been so new that it didn't have a beat yet or nobody, like, wanted to make a beat for it. I don't know. But I um, I was determined, bro. And I fucking I reproduced that entire fucking beat, bro. Found the original sample, tried to make it exactly the same, added a switch to it. Oh, yeah, bro. And I was just, I was like, man, I got to kill this shit. That's what I just went ahead and did, boy. Ain't much to it. 
I mean, at least like in, in the thought process of it, I just wanted to make something really hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I also wanted to try out drill. Like, I wanted to see how that style sounded on my shit. Okay. Now, this next question is also about uh, your music. How did the song Cutthroat come about? Cutthroat? Damn, that shit was, that shit was like a vent song. For sure. I fucking I fucking enjoyed making that song. I remember screaming my ass off on that one. That whole tape, uh, full circle, is mm-hmm. was like the only my only body of work that that exists. Like as like you know multiple songs together, like as like a compilation. Man, I worked my ass off on it. Cutthroat was one of those songs where I felt like I just I just needed to let loose type shit like. It was just one of those vent, venting songs. Why? Why do you think that was like one of the only like bodies, huge bodies of work you wanted to put out? Because uh, Reaper is only two tracks on there. Oh yeah, well Reaper actually had more tracks. Actually, there was like two songs on there, but I ended up taking them off. I didn't like them or something like that. I don't remember. Some something like that. But so I, um. Oh. For full circle, the reason why it's my only body work. Sorry, that was what you asked. Mm-hmm. My um, my reasoning for that is simply like I don't know. Like I feel like at that time, like I wanted to like commit and at least have one thing and be like, you know, this is a project that I did. You know what I mean? Because up until then, it was just singles. Like I just dropped fucking singles on singles on singles. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess that's cool. Like, I'm sure a lot of people can do that, but I don't know. I wanted to at least have one thing where I could be like, "Yeah, this is this is this project that I did. Like, you should go check that shit out." So, Akuma, we're towards like the very, kind of like the very end of the interview. I have a couple more questions. Uh, I kind of want to send you something, and All I want. Right, is it gonna be on Instagram? Yeah, it's gonna be on Instagram. And I want you to describe to the people what I sent you. All right, I'm ready. It's it's me, your boy, chilling, embracing nature itself, just fucking chilling in the in, with, with the waterfalls in the background and fucking hell yeah, fucking just just nature, fuck yeah. So love more. That's what the caption on my shit says too. What what's the story behind that picture? Like, how did you end up there? man so there's this there's this trail that's like kind of near my house and me and my girlfriend were just kind of like just like trailing through and like walking through like i don't know i just basically like like i said like fucking going on a walk fam just touching grass bro mm-hmm. what humans should do and um came across this spot it was like kind of like tucked to the side of like the path and i was like yeah we gotta check this shit out and um it's that view that you see like behind me in the, the the second picture like it's just that fucking waterfall and i was like man this shit is beautiful mm-hmm. i've been and now i've been there like 80 million times since <laughs> i took that picture like I, I went there so many fucking times i, I go there to meditate i go there to smoke I, go, I do so many fucking things at this at this spot but this spot to me is like i don't know the most peaceful shit in the world bro like Having a nice, like, serene, like, waterfall near you, bro, like, 
it's a blessing. See, now, the next question was, like, are you big into nature, or was that, like, a one-time thing? But... No, I'm big into nature. I, I, um, I would definitely say that's something that's, like, come over me as of recently, you know what I'm saying? I feel mm-hmm. like that, that kind of came through with, like, me meditating, you know what I mean? Like, process of events. Because, I don't know, for most of my life, I wasn't, I was, I'm, I'm mostly an indoors person, like, I don't really, I never really go out like that or, you know, do sports like when growing up. Like, I never, I was never like that. But I don't know, man, just recently, like, being outdoors is, like, way better to me. Like, I I don't like to stay inside for too long now. Why is that? It's just too nice outside, bro. Unless it's fucking raining, it's shitty outside. Then I don't, I don't want to be outside. But have you ever met? It's nice. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, but if it's, it's nice and it's hot as hell outside, boy, I'm out there. Have you ever meditated in the grass with just like your socks off, shoes off? Hell yeah, boy. I've never done I, that, bro. I, I, I try, no, you gotta try practicing like just walking barefoot, like doing random shit going outside like if you gotta go take out the trash bro don't put slippers on don't put shoes on just go outside just do it no shoes fuck it try it for that's how i did it for the first time and then after that bro like i i I take walks now barefoot do you think that like brings you closer to are you talking yeah uh well i wasn't talking just now okay my back is the damn thing was popping up. I thought my mic was tripping. I was going to say, do you think that that, like, uh, it's easier for you to be, like, one with self by doing that? Yeah, I mean, like, j- j- being barefoot, bro, honestly, like, I feel like it definitely, like, it, it gives me, like, a sense of, like, being connected more with nature. Like, mm-hmm. just, you know, feeling the ground beneath your feet kind of deal. Like, I don't know, man. I just feel like... um. I mean, sometimes, like, you're going to step in some shit, probably, that's, that's not <laughs> good either, like, you know, but that's life, you know what I'm saying, that's life. Yeah. Damn, yo, that was deep, bro, you said, you go barefoot, you may step in some shit, but that's life, bro. Right, huh, gang, it is. See, but saying shit like that, just, it, it be coming out sometimes, bro, it just sounds like that, because that's, that's really how it be. And yeah, that's a quote, bro, what the hell? Hey, 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 he didn't make that to a quote. Like when you make your uh your cookbook, have that be like uh, the opening type shit. Bet that, <laughs> bet that. That would be fire. That'd be... Bro, that got me thinking. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, I see myself still whipping it in the kitchen. Like a like a fucking beast, yeah. I mean, on a higher level, you know what I'm saying? Making making more more dishes, more complicated dishes, becoming gourmet. Um, I see myself evolving with this music shit. I want to I wanted to start doing some DJing. You know what I'm saying? I want to see how how far I can take it in this music shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna experiment as much as I can. So. You see me doing a lot of different music shit in the, in the next five years, and then I guess on top of that, bro, I'm I'm gonna still be at peace. I'm gonna still be doing my shit. 
Okay. Oh, before I forget, because I was supposed to ask this earlier in the interview. So I remember you saying that you you started making beats before you actually started rapping. Did you say that? Yeah. So how did you get into like producing and making beats initially? When I first when I first started making beats, it was because of one of my online friends, and like we were, I shit you not, like we were like in the like vaporwave, <laughs> like and uh, my friend was like talking shit. He was like, "Man, making making vaporwave is so easy," and like <laughs> we would make like these old these like whack ass tracks, and it's just I don't know if you know what vaporwave is, but it's like it's like eighties like club like slash like funk music but it's just like slowed down with like reverb like that's all it is um yeah it's most it's the dumbest shit ever but we thought we were cooking for real <laughs> and um yeah now from there it just it just went on to just being like you know what fuck it like i was into joji at the time so i wanted to make like lo-fi beats mm-hmm. i was making lo-fi beats at first and then it gradually carried on to like making like trap like making some like fucking like in the kitchen like fucking chief keef type shit you know what i'm saying like and uh no man i just i took it every every way i possibly could like i fucking i've been messing with beats for now it's been six seven years damn damn yeah it's crazy when i say it out loud but, but yeah man I'm, I'm probably gonna still be producing more than anything else i'm i'm, I'm like producing always i feel like I, I produce way more than i rap too i just don't really put that shit out mm-hmm. nobody's trying to hear, like hear that shit i feel like and why, why do you feel like that because I, I have, like, before I, I, I did, like, release, like, rap shit, I released, like, producing tracks type shit. Just to really get a lot of attention. So are, are any of those, like, Vaporwave tracks still out? Or did you ever put them out? Nah, I didn't put those out ever. Because at that time, me and my friend were just kind of fucking around. But I do have some of my earlier beats um still like on my private like they're like privated on my soundcloud so and i'll go ahead i was gonna say i have them like all like saved there so were you were you ever put out the vapor tracks or no um i mean i could unprivate them but like they're nothing. They literally nothing. Like I said, it's like it's basically slowed and reverb of like old bullshit. Like the um the beats that I have though, like I'd be willing to like um just like um private those because I mean some of them are pretty dope. Some of them are pretty fire, and I love showing them to people too. Whenever like you know motherfuckers ask about them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I kind of want to know. How did the song, this is on your full circle tape, how did the song Let It Rip, produced by Triple Six Delete, come about? Man, I was I was looking through Triple Six Delete's YouTube, bro, and that beat just had me astounded away. I was like, <laughs> God damn. Even though I remember somebody in the comments was like, this fucking beat, God damn. And I was like, yeah, 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's what carries. If I'm being dead ass, I mean my my raunchy ass vocals definitely play a part. It's it's like got a similar vibe to Cutthroat, man. It's it's got that fucking raunchy ass, you know, screaming like whatever. Fucking, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> up the pistol, let her rip, man. That shit. I remember that shit, man. Yeah, another one of those songs, man. Just, just venting, just getting up all that negative ass energy and just releasing. So you heard one of? Oh, go ahead. Fuck, I keep interrupting. I'm sorry, bro. Fuck. No, no, you're, no, you're all good. I feel like I keep on talking as soon as like, cause there's like a like pocket of silence, and I'm like trying to like fit it in between, kind of type. But just keep on going. With what you were saying, bro? No, no, no. Go, go, go. All I'm, all I'm talking about right now is the fact that I'm fucking producing and whatever, man. I don't really, I don't really got a specific thing on my mind. Fuck, man. I hate fucking interrupting people. That shit sucks. Cause I hate being like outside of interviewing. I hate being interrupted. That's why I hate interrupting people. But no, it's it's literally fine, bro. Don't worry about it. I was gonna say, so you were scrolling through his YouTube, found a crazy ass beat that you just it spoke to you basically and decided you wanted to have him on that song was that the same beat or yeah let it rip you're talking about yeah yeah well i like i had those lyrics saved like that hook saved and um i don't know like i found that beat and i kind of like it kind of came to me like i was like oh wait i remember this shit i wrote and probably some fire on it like so yeah, I pulled it up and I re- I recorded it in like ten minutes. Straight Damn. Up. Mix that shit. Hell yeah, it was it was one of the easier songs because it was, it's fairly short too. Okay. Do you know why initially you were scrolling through his YouTube? Do you know why? Because of Guap shit, probably. Mm. I'm pretty sure actually, because he he has a lot of fucking tracks that are produced by Triple Six, and um. Nah, man, I was just like, man, this motherfucker is so cold. I I need to rap on one of these beats. Mm-hmm. So I went over and checked his shit out. Very picky on my prods. So like whenever I hear a beat from like a song I fuck with, like, I fuck, I, like I'll check out that producer, you know? That's the cool thing about the underground. What, the producers? Yeah, and just being able to find that connection. You know what I mean? Like, if you listen to underground music and you're also a rapper, like, you can, like... Like, I feel like the cool element is, like, hearing a song you fuck with and then being able to, like, reach out to that person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's... that's That accessibility is really fire, in my opinion. Especially if you actually fuck with, like, what's circulating in the underground. Mm-hmm. But if you don't fuck with it, that accessibility, like, really doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> Where do you see the underground scene in five years? Honestly, bro, at at the at the way it's going, bro, if it keeps on this path, basically dead. I feel like even right now, like with all these great rappers coming out, like the scene just is gonna get inflated. You know what I'm saying? And it's gonna get so inflated to the point where being a rapper is gonna be like i don't fucking know like i'm trying to think of another basic thing that every motherfucker would try to seem try to say that they are but i don't know 
all I'm trying to say is that it's it's gonna turn into a weak ass label eventually though at the rate it's going. I feel like people need to like actually step up certain motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So step up how? Spring more to the plate, being being more being more open with the fans and you know, being more real and showing like what what's actually like going through motherfuckers' minds, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's just trying to make a hit and like I'm not down for that. I'm not mm. trying to hear that shit. I'm not trying to hear you rap like whoever or sound like whoever or emulate something that's, you know, brewing and that's popping. You know what I'm saying? Like I, mm-hmm. I don't wanna hear that shit. I wanna hear some shit that's real. I wanna hear what's on your mind. I wanna hear what's what you're feeling. You know what I'm saying? And you, you can't get that anywhere else but the underground. And now that, that people in the underground are now trying to be like motherfuckers in the industry, that is a problem to me. Like Okay. This kind of segues into my last question. What would you change about the underground scene? I'd make it more loving, bro. Love more, bro. It's it's something that I, I really want to preach as a uh, whole. And I, I feel like that will be the a title of one of my songs coming up. It's just love more, bro. Like, there's not enough love out here, bro. Too much hate, too much people fucking, like I said, having ulterior motives and searching for a different purpose than, than just being real and being honest and fucking with the fans and being here for the music. That's That's the most important thing. Everybody's focused on making a hit or... Doing, doing some other bullshit like fuck that man fuck all that if i could change anything it's it's just man we need to work together we need to mm-hmm. spread a lot more positivity and i say that to every underground artist i interview too like if i could change anything even though i'm kind of new to the underground but if i could change anything it'd be going into what you said spreading more love more genuine not fake love though like being actually just genuine with people yeah actual, that, actual love and just making music t- together collabing and not just like the trap metal scene like i'm talking about like for trap metal artists collab with hyper pop niggas like it's just all together bro just everybody yeah, just exactly. you know what i'm saying just, just everybody getting along right it's so it's so clicky now that's when i'm you get what you know exactly what the fuck i'm talking about bro mm-hmm. it's so clicky you know what i'm saying fuck all that shit bro i i when i was in the scene i was fucking with under i was fucking with hyper pop motherfuckers we were never gonna collab but like that was on their terms bro not mine you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i still fucked with them i still showed love to whoever it was you know what i'm saying regardless if they made music and they they had some kind of passion for it they were trying to like you know they were trying to express themselves in some kind of way and they thought that shit sounded hard bro then i was gonna go with them bro for sure but man i'll tell you that that kind of blossoming don't happen much anymore man i mean if i ever get to the point to where i could like actually do some shit i would love to have like just a couple headliners from like the trap metal scene, a couple headliners from the hyper pop scene, throw a show and have also a lot of smaller artists from both scenes just be on a show together. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe they didn't make songs together after that, you know? That'd be crazy. That'd be fire though. Um, so this is the very, for everybody listening, this is the very last segment of the podcast called 33 Questions. 
where I ask the guests 33 random questions and they have to answer it as quickly and as truthfully as possible. Are you ready, Akuma? Right, yeah, I bet. All right, all right. I like this. All right, I got this. <laughs> Number one, how do you feel about today? That was amazing. How many sodas did you drink this month? This month? Fucking probably like 33. Would you rather pee the bed? Oh, by the way, this is a, this is a question for my cousin. Would you rather pee the bed every night or wake up every day with diarrhea? Ooh, I pee the night every... I pee the, yeah, I pee the night. I said <laughs> I pee the bed every night, probably. I don't want to wake up with shit in my drawers. <laughs> in fact, because diarrhea... For everybody listening, diarrhea will kill you. Like, it dehydrates you. So imagine oh. every day type shit. Hell nah. Peeing the bed is like, oops, I peed the bed. You can like wash <laughs> that shit. You know what I'm saying? You diarrhea yourself, you gotta you gotta throw those clothes away. Man. You gotta, you gotta hit bleach with that shit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta start wearing diapers. Fuck that. Fuck all that. Okay, so what if it wasn't diarrheaing yourself and you just, you, every time you wake up, you gotta go to the bathroom with diarrhea? Oh, but but so I would I would be able to shit in the bathroom every every morning. Not still piss myself. Yeah, but it's diarrhea though. I know I piss myself every day. <laughs> That's fine with me. Okay. Uh, how many dime? How many times a day do you take naps? Uh, I'd say like at, at most one. I'm not a nap person. Okay. How often do you get mad at a friend? zero times out of zero i really I, I don't care most of the time like most of the time it doesn't affect me that much so do you have dreams about being successful yeah i feel like a lot of people do though i feel mm -hmm. like it's just a matter of you know you know that's what i, I that's what i love everyone loves being successful what type of phone do you have I got an iPhone XR. Were you ever a bully as a kid? No, I definitely was the one who got bullied, but uh stuck up my stuck up for myself way too many times, I feel like. If you could drink anything at the moment, what would you drink? Right now, bro, fucking Inca Cola. I don't know why, bro, but <laughs> Inca Cola would be fire as hell right now. Are you a fan of any painters, digital artists, or somebody who makes cover art? Cover art? Hell yeah. Shouts out uh, Shoban Togi on Instagram, bro. Uh, S-H-O-B-O-N-T-O-K-I. I think that's how you spell it. Shoban Togi. Hell yeah. I'll fuck with him, bro. He's a he's a young, young buck coming into the art scene, bro. But he makes some crazy ass art, bro. He's got a crazy style. Fuck with him. For sure. I'm going to leave him linked down below. Um, would you ever model? Uh, I actually did model. I I I got headshots done. <laughs> okay. When I, was, when I was like sixteen, so I have a little bit of modeling experience, but I I never really went far with it at all. On a scale one through ten, one being not cool and ten being very cool, how cool are you? I'm fucking ten. I'm that. I'm that. I'm that guy. I'm very <laughs> cool. When's the last time you had hiccups? Um. Shit. Actually, I don't even know. Shit. Maybe a week ago. How about a week ago? 
I don't even know when the, I think the last time for me was probably like some months ago. I don't know. I barely as a kid I used to get. I don't remember. Do, do, do I fucking lose my memory every time I hiccup? It's crazy. It's crazy how some shit comes like every once in a while. Like I remember as a kid I used to get hella nosebleeds, bro. I haven't had a nosebleed in years. Me neither. But I I definitely but I I've only had my nosebleed when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Have you ever started an argument for no reason? Yeah, for sure. Quite a few times. I mean, if we're counting just like, does it count like talking shit on games? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> like every every time, like every time. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty. Of course. Hell yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. It, listen, if motherfuckers act like talking shit isn't funny, I'll, I'll wait. I love talking shit. <laughs> would you? Would you get the Neuralink brain chip? Hell no. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that shit in your brains. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush? Uh, damn. I, I want to... Uh, I'll say Billie Eilish. Really? Yeah. I, w- I don't know why I was not expecting you to say that. I don't know. Man, when I was... When I was younger bro well because we're the same exact age so yeah when i was younger bro and i'm trying to think i don't i don't even know there's a lot I of people music too. okay have you ever had a friend that you wish that you guys weren't friends for whatever reason have i ever had a friend that i wish i wasn't friends with yeah um yeah. you don't have to say the reason you said yeah quite quite, quite a few of them i mean i won't say who i'll say of course do you think of what you want or what you need more? Wait, wait, sorry. Ask that again. Do you think of what you want more or what you need more? Oh, I definitely think about what I um like need more, at least right now in this current time. Like, I used to have a lot of wants, but I'm pretty content with like a lot of the shit that I have. What are you grateful for? life in general just life being able to get up every day and going through whatever it is i'm going through do you believe in a higher power such as god um yeah yeah do you think more than you speak or speak more than you think i definitely think more think more than i speak if you had to, would you rather fight Spider-Man or Green Lantern? Fuck, bro. I'd fight fucking Spider-Man, bro. I feel like he'd go <laughs> easy on me, bro. Green Lantern, I, I remember, can lose his shit. He'd be going mad, bro. <laughs> going nuts. Spider-Man, on the other hand, he's he's kind of a... He's kind of a nice guy. <laughs> Do you miss being consistent with music? sometimes not really most of the time though because what i really miss is like the community aspect what's something that isn't too personal that you regret um yeah i love how you added the isn't too personal is this the segment where that guy said that crazy shit yes Uh, okay damn i gotta think of something fucked up nah no i'm joking (laughs) i'll I'll make you laugh 
retarded. Um, honestly, I, I really regret like not fucking picking up the guitar when I was younger because I'm trying to get back into the guitar right now. And and if I just kept doing it when I was younger, I'd be so good right now at it. Be so fire at a guitar. But yeah, I I got off track like I do with everything else. So okay, now we start from square one. Okay, so the next question was going to be. Why do you regret it? Because you feel like you would have been better if you'd have started as a kid? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Okay. How do you gauge who's a good person or who's a bad person? Honestly, bro, um, how I, my rule of thumb for, like, people in my life, like, who, how I should know, like, who to keep around me is, is very easy. It's, like, if they aren't benefiting my money or my happiness, then, like, what is their purpose? I feel like when you break it down that simply, like, think about it. What 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 else do you need? Well, hello. Yep. I thought I thought you were gonna say something else. So the no, I, 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 I said I think I no. All I was saying was like, yeah, like it's either your money, either money or happiness. Like that's it. <laughs> Those are the two things. Also, that's how you gauge who's a good person and who's a bad person. That's that's my rule of thumb. Yes. So like, if they aren't contributing to my money or my happiness, like, what what is their purpose? Like, that's that. Like, I'll ask you that question. Like, what 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 would another thing be? Like, cause I I couldn't come up with another thing if I if I'm being honest. Really? That that that's how you. So like, hold on. Let 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 me let me revert this question. So like, how can you tell if somebody is a good person or a like a piece of shit, like an evil person. Oh, or you're asking me how I could tell a, like an evil piece of shit. I thought you were saying like in terms for me, like no. good for me or just just good in general or good or bad. Yeah, like how can you tell who's a good person versus who's like a piece of shit? Like how do you gauge that? I I don't I don't gauge that actually. I don't think that anybody's good or evil. I don't think I think that at heart that most motherfuckers are are just Normal motherfuckers. I don't think that there is a good or a bad. I feel like giving giving people that title is, you know, the only the only person I could gauge is that it's evil are like, you know, very obvious people who have committed like fucking crazy tragedies. Like mm-hmm. motherfuckers would initially probably say some shit like, "What about Hitler?" Like, yeah, obviously Hitler <laughs> needs the shit. But what I'm trying to say here is like everything is everyone like at most times has good intentions it comes from something within them even if what they're doing is terrible or if something that they're doing is bad like learning to see the good in everything and everyone is an important aspect in life and it's something that a lot of people wouldn't do because it's it it takes a lot you know what i mean a lot most time it, it's a, it takes a lot of pr- pride as well i feel like i appreciate you going into depth about that uh that answer yeah of course i i was a little confused at first as to what you meant by mm-hmm. like i i thought you meant like good for me like in in, in relation to me mm-hmm. that's all good what type of laptop do you have I don't have a laptop. I have a custom-built PC. Okay. 
Yeah, got a I got a 1660 in it. And I got some I got like a terabyte of storage and fucking Damn. 16 gigs of RAM. Yeah, I got some cool stuff. What's the longest you ever worked on a song? Longest I've ever worked on a song. Hmm. Honestly, bro. I'd have to give it to um I'm I'm stuck in between two right now. Deep end is one of them. Deep end it took a long time cuz I had to make the beat and I had to reproduce it and um record it and mix it all things included like with writing and all that shit it took like a long ass time. I don't remember. It took like 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 Two three weeks, like Damn. in full, like making the song. But um, yeah, I'd say that's like like the most I've done on a song is like a, about a month. I'll work on a song. Like I feel like, cause each process is kind of broken down for me. You know what I mean? Like uh, the writing stage is is first for me, and then it's finding a beat, and then it's. You know, whatever. What's the last cartoon you watched? Uh, One Piece. Okay. Man, I'm waiting for this off topic, but I'm waiting for that fucking uh, man. Tom and Jerry tales, man. That's about to go on Netflix, man. Tom and Jerry's is about to go on Netflix, man. Yeah, the 2006 version, which is one of the best besides the classic. That is crazy. We'll see. Do you have any siblings? I'm an only child, but I have half siblings. Okay. I have three half siblings, but yeah, I'm an only child for the most part. If you could choose how many siblings do you... Oh, fuck. I fucking typed this shit wrong. If you could choose how many siblings that you could have, how many would you choose? Siblings, you said? Siblings, my bad. I'm a fucking... Oh, siblings. Siblings, bro. <laughs> siblings. <laughs> Honestly, bro, I um, I I always wanted like like a brother, and I ended up getting that. Not not by blood, but like I have a brother now. Mm-hmm. He's he's chilling in my living room right now. So, okay. yeah, I I basically grew up in like you know, like we like went through shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went through some shit. Put it like that. Mm-hmm. So that's my brother for life. Would you die to save a million people? Um, no. Maybe that's selfish, but I, I guess it, it it depends on what the situation was like. Like literally, like awesome shit to where you just die, or a million people die, just between you or them. And it's just like through natural causes, like whatever they just die or whatever shit shit happens. Like they just get snapped out of existence type shit. Like literally just Thanos snapped. Thanos snapped out of existence? Yeah. 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 They're gonna have to get Thanos snapped out of existence. <laughs> Fuck. I appreciate the honesty though. That's real shit, man. Yeah, I don't know why anyone would say otherwise. If they say otherwise then they're just trying to fucking be humble or some shit. I don't know. I I definitely think that like if all right let's say like um 
there was like a life like a life staking situation right like and i for whatever reason it was up to me to save all of these people then yeah i would definitely sacrifice myself mm -hmm. if it's up to um you know whatever i'm just standing around and then one day i fucking die for everybody else no okay okay for the very last question akuma do you have any paranormal experiences um honestly no i like tried fucking with ouija boards when i was a kid i don't know oh, man. i feel like i feel like ghosts don't like me bro they don't fuck with me <laughs> so i've tried i try talking to them they don't they don't they don't reach out though so have you ever had some shit to where like let's say like you're just chilling in a room right you buy yourself in a crib and some shit just randomly fall in the kitchen has ever happened to you no no it's very interesting i mean sometimes like like i feel like the closest thing to a paranormal experience i've ever had was like i had sleep paralysis one time <laughs> that shit was scary that shit was terrible well how did that go what happened you know, it was like a coat hanger in like the corner of my room that I forgot was a coat hanger, and like I <laughs> thought it was like a fucking I don't know. I thought it was like an ominous being. <laughs> I don't know some some shit straight from out of hell, bro. I don't know, but it, it sent me straight into sleep paralysis. So did this thing like get off of the coat hanger and walk towards you, or no, bro? It was just staring at me the whole time. I was just stuck there staring at it. It was like a like a tough staring contest for hours. <laughs> How long did that last? Oh, you said hours. Yeah, hours, bro. I was I was there for a minute, bro. My mom had to come in and fucking get me out of bed. Whoa. Yeah. I've never had it last that long. Maybe like five minutes the most. You said hours? What the hell? It was dark as hell in my room. That was why. When when she came in, it was fine because the light came in and shit. And that kind of helped. You like wake up and shit. That is horrifying. God, man. Hell yeah, shit sucked. But I haven't. I literally haven't gone through it since then. So. So what what did this thing look like? Was it just like black and you just seen eyes or? Yeah, it was literally just like it was just like black and I saw eyes. Like I, I was a coat hanger, so like. I feel like it was just like the figure, and then like come like combined, like I kind of like made that in my imagination kind of deal. But yeah, I do believe in ghosts, though. I do believe in them. I just like I said, I don't think they fuck with me. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, did you enjoy that thirty-three question segment? Yeah, no, I did. I think that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I'm like a super big into psychology and i feel like the weirdest questions could tell you a lot about somebody <laughs> that's but, pretty cool though but for everybody listening this was the salem akuma interview this is a really cool interview it was more so kind of i know towards the beginning where we're kind of getting into trippy ass topics you know what i'm saying we're just flowing just going with the flow uh yeah, um akuma do you have anything you want to say to the people or any upcoming projects you want to talk about man all i'm gonna say is Make sure y'all stay fucking tuned and, you know, just just keep fucking with me. That's all I can ask for. And if you do, I appreciate that very, 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 very much. So, yeah, that's all. Um. So for everybody listening, I'm going to leave 
all of Salem Akuma's links down below. Um, if yeah. he if he drops a project by then, I also leave that link down below as well. Um, everybody listening, this is Obscure Mitch Podcast, most obscure podcast in the world with your host Make Love, where I interview underground artists, content creators, game developers, inventors, and anything in between that. Uh, yeah, this is a dope episode. It's your boy Make Love, your boy Akuma. We're out. Peace. Gang.